0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's special edition of the Draft Countdown Podcast. You're not crazy. It's Tuesday, and we're going live, but it's Senior Bowl week, and Senior Bowl week is special here at Draft Countdown, and I am your co-host, Brian Bosar, joined, as always, by my co-host, Shane P. Hallam. Shane, Senior Bowl practice day one in the books. I was out there today, and we couldn't have asked for any better weather than we got today.
1: Yeah, look, everyone came down expecting to be cold and rainy as Mobile often is. And, you know, you're looking a little tan there,
0: Brian. So, man,
1: that's uh, always good.
0: A little, little color in the cheeks today, <laughs> if you will, there, Shane. Uh, I mean, it, I will I will say this. It was a little chilly when I got to the uh, stadium this morning, had the old deep-fried draft hoodie on. There that baby go. was gone about 30 minutes into that first practice. I had it kicked off. I was short-sleeving <laughs> out there today. It was nice. Yeah. Um, but we, we ain't here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about the practices. And uh, we had some big standouts today. Uh, first full day of practice. Now, as I preface, uh, the Tuesday practice, they go in helmets, shoulder pads, not full pads. So I don't really like take full stock into the offensive, defensive line stuff today because I, I feel like you maybe you're not – you're leaving a little something in the tank, right, if you don't have knee pads on, right, so – I uh I, I don't I don't but the skill position players you can gauge everything about them right.
1: Yeah yeah I, look I think there's still some things to to see some of those matchups in the pit and get a sense of uh I, you know I almost feel like you get a, a decent sense of footwork and handwork sometimes from from the, the linemen but you're right it's about the skill positions uh receivers corners. Running backs. I think that was the big, you know, big takeaway. Definitely where my focus was. I, I thank. I don't know if it's going to happen all week, but thankfully they got the film up a couple hours uh, at, right after practices, so I actually got to watch and get to get to contribute, which is exciting.
0: Hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed, we'll have that the rest of the week. Uh, now there is a media event immediately after practice tomorrow. I don't know if that affects will affect anything as far as that goes uh, with the film or or not. Uh, It it will definitely affect my timeliness of my article going up like it did today. Uh, It'll be up a little bit later tomorrow night for sure. But uh, if you, if you haven't read it, I'm going to read some of the stuff that I I wrote, but you can go to draftcountdown.com as soon as this is over and read my uh, day one notebook. Uh, Paul's going to have his go up. Uh, we'll probably have that post first thing uh, in the morning, hopefully. Uh, his notes from uh, practice today. So, but Shane, you have watched the film. I was at practice. I've watched some film uh, before we came on tonight. So let's get right into it. Uh, let's start with the national team. That was the morning practice. They started at 930 this morning, went for two hours. Um I, I went into today mostly wanting to focus on the running backs and the the tight ends and the linebacker one on ones a little bit. That was kind of like my main main uh, area of focus, and I was not disappointed with the running backs. And it's very rare in an all star game practice, right? The running backs stick out, but on this national team, for sure, that was the case.
1: It, it was. Well, it was. Uh, I mean, the national team. Yeah. Is I. I. I had three three big circles on my sheet of running backs that impressed uh, with, you know, big runs. Like you said, some of the linebacker on on running back trills. It was it was impressive. And, and I think it says something when a running back can stand out in practices, especially this early, because usually you're just looking for traits more than big plays. And some of these guys are making big plays.
0: Right. Like last year, Tajay Spears was really the only <laughs> running back that anybody talked about. Uh, that's not the case today. Um, the, the, the scary, the sad part is the probably least talked about running back of the five on the national team was your guy, Isaiah Davis from South Dakota state. And he still had some standout plays. So it's not that he did anything bad. He just did not stand out as much. And probably in my opinion, the most standout of the running backs was Marshall's Rasheen Ali
1: well right which is surprising i mean he's probably he's probably in the the bottom tier in terms of the nfl draft from talking day 3 for rashin ali but you see you saw the athleticism and explosion i mean that's what he brings to the table he's had success in college i think he showed it today getting being able to get to the outside um ultimately i mean look i i felt like it it was it was a huge running back day. I think uh, your your guy, former Gamecock Marshawn Lloyd, well, was very impressive, consistent. Um, and then, to me, the standout was Dylan Laub from New Hampshire. I mean, taking getting to the outside, outrunning uh, some of these you know national team Big Ten guys. He's he's going off. I mean, Dylan Laub looked like you know at the easy company. It looked like Danny Woodhead out there. Being able to to have that top gear, being able to secure the football and get to the outside, so it was uh, Ali Lloyd Lobb were all impressive to me.
0: I actually found out today his name is pronounced Lobby, like the lobby Lob- of the hotel. Oh, really, lobby.
1: that found that, that out today. That would have been like my fifth choice for pronunciation. Lob- so lobby. Yeah. lobby, 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 lobby. and that, that's
0: it. Uh, I was I was uh, taken aback a little bit, going back to Rasheen Ali, uh, his skilled route running. Like, he put on a display on the route running. Like, Lobby, fully expected. A guy who had 290 receiving yards in a game, fully yeah. expected him to smoke every linebacker he had. He did not disappoint. Marshawn Lloyd's quickness, like his footwork and the whole tremendous uh, as well. And Kamani Vidal, not going to sleep on him either, the Troy running back. Also had some good reps today as well uh, amongst the running backs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was fine. I think it's tough to compete with, like you said, Ali's great route running and athleticism and, and uh, lobby's day, but yeah, you know, good running back group for the national team.
0: Yeah. Uh, but with so the, the running back group looking so good, what does that mean for us here, Shane? The linebackers didn't cover worth a damn and um the in my opinion, the two that really struggled the most. Peyton Wilson, uh NC State had some good reps mixed in with some some bad reps. I thought, I thought Lufow, uh the Notre Dame linebacker, uh had probably the best rep of any of the uh linebackers as far as coverage goes. But John Trey Hunter, the linebacker of Georgia State, and JT Bertrand, the linebacker of Notre Dame, not not, not, not so hot.
1: Yeah, I mean Bertrand definitely is not a, a coverage linebacker uh, in the slightest. You could see that. I uh, Peyton Wilson was on my yuck list. Uh, uh, part of it stems from the way in his arms are some super short. Like it's 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 really bad. I not even noticeable on tape, which kind of put that number to it. And yeah, I mean I thought his Peyton Wilson's bad reps were bad, bad. So um, you know, it's, it's tough for linebackers, and they're another position. I think it's tough to stand out. In practices, unless you're doing something incredible, um, be, you know, because you're not tackling anybody, so it really saying, like, oh, this player was, was bad, or Peyton Wilson's bad reps, it may not mean anything ultimately in the grand scheme of things.
0: Yeah, Peyton Wilson's just production at the linebacker position is, is going to get him drafted oh, in, yeah. the mid, in, in middle rounds, but yeah, the, the arm length is concerning, uh, maybe. And I'm going to be honest, I fully expected this going in. Uh, but the tight ends on this uh, national team, I don't think I've seen a less athletic. I could. I don't think I could have drawn up a less athletic group of tight ends than the three on the national team as far as ability to separate from linebackers and safeties and, you know, create any space at all. This, this was not this group. When I'm talking A.J. Barner from Michigan, uh, Brevin Span Ford from uh, Minnesota and Theo Johnson from Penn State. It, it's, uh, I mean, Theo Johnson of the three was easily the best. Yeah. And, and even with him, even
1: with Theo Johnson, I was hoping he would be the one athletic one of the group, and that didn't happen. It, it kind of like Theo Johnson's college career just never put it all together. But yeah, I mean, Barner and Brevin Spanford are not pass catching tight ends in in the league. They're going to be blockers. And Theo Johnson looks like he's going to be a developmental player. Um, We'll talk more tight end to the American team where where some actually uh, got to stand out. A
0: little bit better. A little bit better over there. Uh, I will say a quick note on Brevin Spanford. Uh, We were wondering who was going to be the tight end on the national team that would rep at fullback. It's him. Fair enough. That makes sense. All right, let's move on to the uh, – we'll get the other skill skill players out of the way here, Shane, because I know that's probably the first thing you watched was those wide receiver uh, DV 101s as soon as you got access to that film. Um, Roman Wilson,
1: Michigan. What a day. Man, I mean, he, he got open every, every rep I saw, at least. He was – Open. Even if the ball didn't get there, Roman Wilson was ready uh, to make a, a big play. No, there was not a corner um, that that covered him that could cover Roman Wilson. So, yeah, he
0: was he was the Tankdale of day one from last year. Right when whatever the, the receiver that garnered the attention of everyone on day one last year was Tank Dale from Houston, who went to the Texans, had a great rookie season uh, Roman Wilson was that guy, uh, in this first practice for both teams, in my opinion, uh, that, that, that had that vibe coming off of him. You agree? I agree. though no, I, I
1: think there were others that lived up close to that uh, right, for right, both right. teams.
0: Um, and one of those guys I thought was Malachi Corley, uh, from Western Kentucky thought he had a great day and seeing him, in person in the shorts and seeing the size of his quads and his legs those debo samuel comparisons are not going away <laughs>
1: well, that, that's what malachi corley was at western kentucky the the quadzilla you know tough to bring down but able to do everything player i think we saw in rome wilson to an extent you know michigan did didn't throw the ball enough for it to use them in that way. But Ron Wilson was that way to an extent, right? I think this is what these type of players, where they excel, you can see on those one-on-ones, you know, they know how to get open um, in main coverage. Right.
0: Um, another guy who found himself open quite a bit on that national team was uh, Ricky Pearsall from Florida.
1: I think we knew that the route running is what Ricky Pearsall does so well, and you could see, uh, watching the film, you could see the footwork just so crisp, sharp. The cuts were so sharp. I don't know how you mirror that one on one well without any type of help or boundary. Uh, yeah, I think Ricky Pearsall is right up there, at the top of the list um, for, for the for
0: the for this team. The guy who measured in trying to be the next tank Dale, uh, did not look so tankish today in practice was Jacob Cowling from Arizona, had some struggles with the drops today.
1: Yeah, and, and that happens, I think, if as long as it's not a consistent problem through the week, I generally don't mind too much. Um, but Cowling had a couple bad had a couple bad drops.
0: Bad drops. Uh, that you know,
1: whether that bad. You definitely take notice.
0: Um, another receiver that I thought Baird mentioning was um, Brendan Rice from uh, Southern Cal. He struggled with some separation a little bit today. You agree?
1: He, he did. I, I thought there were some good reps for Brendan Rice, though. Uh, you know, and then others where he didn't seem to. Be able to get that separation. Um, you know, I think it depended on the route. So if he had a, if he really had a break, he couldn't get open. He's wasting time. But on some of the, you know, nine routes, some of the routes where he could be a little more consistent, that was good. And I'll say, uh, uh, Tez Walker from North Carolina as well. Um, I thought had a really good day from what I saw. On the film made uh Kalen King from Penn State just look absolutely silly a couple times, <laughs> uh, in, 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 the, in the practice film I was watching,
0: yeah. Um, so let's get over to the DBs. You mentioned Kalen King and him and his uh teammate Johnny Dixon didn't uh didn't, didn't fare too well in the old one on ones today,
1: yeah. Uh, Ralph, I mean, yeah, I, I think Kalen King. This has been such an interesting NFL draft case because he was getting mocked by us, you know, too in the top 15 going into the season because of the athleticism. And then this season just did not play up to it. Um, and I think the this first day kind of shows that man coverage struggle. And, and Dixon had the same thing. We saw Penn State move more to zone coverage, I think, because they lacked some of the man cover skills um that they're supposed to have this year.
0: Um, we kind of saw this uh last year with the Wachita Baptist uh corner when he came in, kind of struggled a little bit. I saw that today with uh Willie Drew from Virginia State, he was above his skis, uh, (laughs) um, in practice today, and 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 that's expected. I think when you're talking a
1: big small school jump, especially he's D2, right? Right,
0: So, so
1: we're talking big jump here. Corner position is one of the hardest to play in these practices because you have no help uh, against these receivers. If Willie Drew tomorrow is a little bit better and Wednesdays is, is a step better, then now we're cooking. That's what you want to see. You right. want to see that progression through the week for those small school players.
0: But if he gets cooked the rest of the week, he's cooked.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, once again, the, the D2 jump is it's a big it's, one. It's,
0: it's, it's big. Um, an- a, a corner who is not D2, but uh, Power 5 or Power 4, or I don't know what they are now. But anyway, Washington State corner, Chaw Smith-Wade. He uh, didn't have his best outing either.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think for, for Chaw Smith-Wade, and I saw it a little bit with Kalen King, too. I think the ability to – you can't really press very well in these one on ones, right? You know, right. It, when you have some of those reps where they're kind of asking to look at press, you're more looking at technique. I thought Chal Smith Wade did well with the press technique. The receiver's gonna if the receiver beat you, you know, <laughs> you got now there's nothing he could do. Um, so I, I yeah, it was a struggle, but he I think he did okay.
0: Um, before we get to the best corner of the day for both teams yeah (laughs) that's an easy choice (laughs) let's talk about uh cam hart from notre dame i thought he looked good out there today
1: i I think he he belongs i mean he's he's long he's big he was getting physical and not afraid to do it i think it's a smart approach day one without pads to just like try to bully some guys (laughs) you know uh it can work out so i thought he looked good uh, Max Melton from Rutgers, I thought did not. thought yeah, he was one of the one of the, one of the worst corners uh yeah. on either team today, which was which is unfortunate, but corners tough. I'll keep saying corner is tough.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, Cam Hart, I think, has the maybe has the longest arms yeah. uh, of the corners here. So you like that. Well, you, uh, you can see it. You, you he yeah. you know he uses them. Um well, let's get to the star of the DBs, and it's Quinion Mitchell. Stud, stud out there today. I mean, lockdown, you're coming
1: from, uh, you know, you're coming from the Mac and going up against it. I think people were worried, like, what's that jump from Toledo to playing against, like we talked about, great group, group of receivers on this team. Mm-hmm. And Quinio Mitchell was the one corner, no matter who he went against. I mean, his reaction time was phenomenal. One of the best that I've seen in an all-star game the ability to, to stick step for step uh on some of these cuts i mean he he was jumping balls he was uh looked consistent in some of the uh team drills i, I he's got to be a first round pick
0: yeah i heard jeff risden uh i was listening to a little bit of their uh their wrap up podcast uh before we came on and he said that there was he saw one rep where Quenya mitchell got flagged for a hold early and he said it was the right call he said, but he took that and learned from it, and the next rep, completely different, and he never did it again. And he said that kind of mental processing goes a long way as well to how you are as a corner. But no, even on the if, if he lost a rep today, he didn't lose it by much. He was, he no. was in the hip pocket of, of, of all these receivers, and we're talking receivers that are much smaller than him should be able to just get away from him with a little shake and shimmy, and it wasn't happening. Uh, Quinnian Mitchell was locked down today.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was great. I hope that stays, and I think, I think he's in competition to be the number one corner off the board if he keeps playing like this.
0: I'm not ruling anything out. It would be – it was he was tremendous today. All right, let's move into the uh trenches. Like I said, I didn't watch this a whole lot. I caught some of it on I was actually watching that on film before we came on. Um biggest takeaway I saw was Talise Fuaga is the real deal. Yeah, real deal. I I
1: mean my next mock, I think top 15 um offensive tackle three feels Right at home, and one surprised me. If Fuag ends up even passing an Olufashanu something like that, I think we could be talking about that. Really consistent, uh, from what I saw uh, on film from Fwaga today.
0: Yeah, first rep he had against uh, Liatu Latu, he body bagged him. It was, it was, it was yeah, fun. yeah, that was which was fun to see that matchup. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, and uh, great. I mean, and that's and Latu was great the rest of the day from yeah. from all accounts, but that first rep. Um, guy you wrote about earlier this year, I thought he was uh roller coastering today a little bit. Uh, Kingsley Sal from BYU,
1: yeah. I, I think I think that transition inside you know, he struggled early. I thought he started getting it together, so I'm interested to see how the rest of the week goes. But uh, similar to, similar to his season, to be honest with you, it was right? Like, that's a great. Some really good things and some really not good things. Um so Suomate is one to follow, but I think uh you know we're looking more day two to day three for him.
0: Yeah, I, I think day two developmental is, is where we're heading with him, be it as a guard or tackle or both. I think yeah I, I think the way
1: in he's he's gonna have to play guard.
0: Yeah. Um what what did it what was his way in? Um yeah, I mean the five. Right. Yeah, arm. His arm length's 34. It's fine, but he is he's short,
1: and I think that's gonna be an issue.
0: 6'4, uh weight's fine, arm length is fine, but yeah, well, it's it's the instincts on the outside. He he was getting beat with some quick moves out there. Uh inside might be his best bet. Speaking of inside, I thought the most impressive that I've seen so far on the national team of uh, the interior offensive line was um, Isaiah Adams from Illinois. thought he had a really good day to day repping at center, repping at guard uh, was Adams.
1: Yeah. Pr- pretty consistent. Definitely a name I circled. That I didn't expect to. So like Adams, my, my best was uh Jackson powers, Johnson from Oregon. Oh, yeah. He oh, was, yeah. he was flat out, you know, Moving guys off the line in some of these, you know, run, uh, run play reps and run blocking reps, and then the pass blocking reps. The footwork was good. I think Jackson Powers Johnson. I've had him. I've had him in the first round. I think my last two mocks. I think that is here to stay. I,
0: I think, yeah. Uh, that's I saw somebody earlier who said if you're still drafting Jackson Powers Johnson in the second round of your uh, mock draft simulators, uh, you can just stop. That's not happening anymore. But well, look mighty good here in Pittsburgh. I'll say that. Man, that the last uh the last 12 picks of the first round may all be offensive linemen. <laughs> they, they might be. It's, it's man, it it's it's this is a hell of off. It's a good year to need offensive linemen, right? Yeah, yeah. You could go hard. <clears throat> um, any before we uh move over to the other side uh of the line there, any any other uh, offensive linemen, good or bad? Yeah. uh,
1: Roger Rosengarten was not a player, you know, after his national championship struggles was like, yeah, let's see. But he had a a solid, you know, very solid day. A lot of upside, I think, that uh, is kind of untapped. So he was on my good list.
0: Yeah. Wish we could have saw his teammate uh, Faltano here, but pulled out of the game. Uh, Speaking of uh, just a quick note here on Zach Frazier, um, he is injured. He is taking, but he is here. He's taking place uh taking reps in non-contact drills but man broke his fibula like 6 weeks ago and yeah. he's out out here repping in non-contact drills and he said he's going to be ready by the combine that's, that's
1: that, tough, that would man. be impressive
0: that's tough
1: I, uh, I don't I don't think he's doing these maybe the combine drills but I don't think he's going to be running the I don't 40 think he's running the
0: he like <laughs> I don't think he's doing any shuttles or anything. You know, no, 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 no. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I thought uh, Tanner Bordellini struggled a little bit, uh, Wisconsin uh, center guard there.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't write anything down, so I didn't uh, catch anything good or bad, I guess, but uh, Tanner Bordellini's not high on my priority list.
0: There you go. We'll we'll call it indifferent on him. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a- Defensive line, uh, we, we talked about Latu already. Uh, guy I did not have circled here as um stud coming in, or I expected on day one was Gabe Hall from Baylor, but unblockable in the 101s today.
1: Yeah, uh, no one could touch him. It, it was man, not, not something that shows up on film either. So I'm interested to see if he keeps this going. I've, he's gonna be one of those. All right, I gotta go back and gotta watch him again. Back. Gotta go back. And and what what am I missing? What you know, what happened? But I mean, Gabe Paul, the hand usage, the, the power, the lower, you know, lower body power was great today.
0: Um, uh, we talked about Kingsley San Mateo from BYU earlier. A guy who's gonna be in his nightmares tonight is uh, Marshawn Nealand from Western Michigan. Man dunk dropped his ass on one rep. It was bad Ooh. news. Did you see I posted in the article, uh, Marshawn Nealon, GPS today, over 20 miles per hour. I saw that in your team, article, yeah. For a defensive lineman, at, well, he's 268. So he's a, I guess he's more of an edge guy. I'm probably going to have to move him there. But, um, yeah, 268, but twenty miles over 20 miles per hour. That's wild. It's impressive. I thought he was –
1: uh, you know, there's a couple of contenders. I thought maybe he was the most impressive, uh, d- you know, defensive lineman um, today. And I, I think Nieland's playing his way into you know round two, probably.
0: Yeah, older prospect, seventh year player. Right, but um, that that might keep him down into that maybe late three, early four area. But yeah, he's a, he's he was impressive today. Definitely going to be a nice rotational piece next year for sure. Um anybody stick out on to you on the uh the flip side here um not
1: not too much I I didn't there wasn't anyone that was like, oh man, this is you know this is rough um from the national side. I'm trying to see if so I don't have anyone like bad bad if that's the case.
0: Yeah I um I had some negative notes on Tyler Davis. From Clemson, not just because he played at Clemson, but I did have some negative notes there for him. I thought he got struggled a little bit, and uh, Brandon Dorliss didn't pop as much as I would have seen. Yeah,
1: I I didn't have anything on Dorliss, which is surprising. The other guy probably got to switch to edge. He's slimming down. Yeah. Um, I I think he's that way, but I think I put him in this weird position where, you know, he didn't seem feel natural.
0: Yeah. Pete Smith uh, was talking about him today, uh, in, in reference to like the Bengals. He said he strikes him as the kind of defensive lineman the Bengals draft because they can play him up and down the line, like kind of like Cam Sample and um, to a Sam Hubbard in a way. Yeah, those type of guys. Um, cool. I can see that. Um, quick, let me go through some uh, some some quick notes here on the national team um uh brennan jackson the edge rush of washington state uh left practice early today looked like he rolled his ankle um i don't expect him back the rest of the week no no so he didn't get to practice that was early in practice too so you hate to see that i mean he really gets no tape at all out there at right. all i mean no, you hate yeah, to see that fine. um so that's a bummer um I kind of felt bad for Sam Hartman. He has some, <laughs> nice th- some nice. He has some nice throws he did, today. He did, he did have some nice throws today, but he is getting zero attention on that team. With all due respect, he probably shouldn't. With, with right. the other uh, two with, quarterbacks with, on that with, roster, yeah, with with
1: Bo Nix and, and and Michael, Michael Penix, there, I mean, two potential guys.
0: first rounders. Those they're going to get all the attention. But I thought uh, Hartman, he's going to press all week, right? It, it seems that way because he's going to have to just to try to stick out amongst those quarterbacks.
1: What did you think of the other two? I mean, what was your, what was your takeaways from Penix
0: and and Nix? I, I, in watching the one-on-ones, I, Penix threw some great balls, man. Some really tight window throws, Um, especially the guys like uh, Corley, I think made a couple of of tight tight catches uh, in that Um, Bo Nix, I thought of the three was the most consistent that I saw today. Uh, in the reps. How about you?
1: I thought, I thought did the best in the team drills, he seemed to have a better command. Whereas I think Penix was a little slow yeah. to make a decision. Some of the, you know, some of the, the 11 on 11 stuff. Um, but I'm with you on the one-on-ones. I mean, Penix was, was yeah. hitting a lot of those. So,
0: I, uh Bo Nix is going to be, like I said, I, I, I'm just going to say he's going to win the game MVP already. And I don't even know what's going to happen between now and then, but I, I'm just putting that down. Yeah. Fair. Um, quickly, uh, top five, uh, GPS speeds for the national, I don't have this information for the American team yet, unless they've tweeted it out and I haven't seen it. But, uh, top five national team speed today, uh, Tez Walker, 21.18 miles per hour
1: today. Uh, impressive i mean he's he's on that first round border so we'll see
0: yep uh max melton uh 20.96 Kalen king 20.57 dylan lobby 20.44 and i mean if if dylan lobby hits 4-4 speed at the combine because he hasn't a combine invite
1: yeah yeah i Look, that that's that might be the you don't have to you,
0: you don't have to sell you right you you you've already buying in how, how many shares of Dylan Wabby do you already have Shane?
1: Uh, look, look, I might have one or two in some of these Debbie leagues already. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm hoping he gets the draft capital.
0: And uh, Paul's got Sioni Vaki, twenty point three two.
1: Yeah, which is also pretty
0: pretty impressive. Paul thinks he should be a running back. <laughs> hey, that's fair. Um, all right, let's move over to the American team uh, here. I They ran their practices a little bit different. They didn't have – I was hoping they'd do some little pass routes with the running backs and the tight ends. I mean, with the, uh, the running backs, uh, they did not. They did pass pro, but that's very important and <laughs> very eye-opening sure. stuff, um, especially the ones who could do it. And Cody Schrader, the Missouri running back, can do that. Uh, yes. stood in pass blocking today,
1: yeah. I mean, like, that's that's what Cody Schrader does well. So, you can draft Cody Schrader on day three, he will uh pass block for you, and, and you need that, right? I mean, sure, but if you can't do anything, if you can't do other things well, then it's you know, not you're helping. Not a, C-
0: Shane, not a Cody Schrader guy. If you're not, hey, say like he's fine, he's very productive,
1: he's fine. I didn't <laughs> think he looked, he's just not athletic enough to me. He's he's not,
0: but great pass blocker.
1: Great pass blocker.
0: Uh, you know who else was a great pass blocker today that I was not expecting because I didn't really watch a whole lot of him this year was Michael Wiley, the running back from Arizona.
1: Yeah, um, uh, you know, and and he's not, he's not a huge guy, so I think that's always impressive to me when you know you're not getting yeah. the two fifteen Cody Schraders. I think so. Wiley, that's a way to make a name for yourself and be you getting to a camp
0: one who I expected to be a good pass blocker because of where he played his college football, turns out is a good pass blocker. And that's Dejan Edwards from Georgia. How was he not on the original running backs brought into this game?
1: Yeah, I wonder if it was i I'm not going to, and then, you know, I feel like they had to have invited him and he just didn't, didn't accept and they had to move on. And then now they could come back or something. But yeah, I mean, uh, he 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 had a, a, as good a day as you could have for an American running back. Didn't do too much,
0: right? Um, he him and Michael Wiley both only on this team and in this game because Jawar Jordan and Jay, of Louisville and Jalen Wright uh, Tennessee uh, pulled out. We don't know why they did, but yeah. they did. Jalen
1: um, Wright's hurt. Uh, he had <laughs> surgery. Uh, in, okay. In season. So I saw that, but uh Jawar Jordan, I did not see.
0: Okay. Um one running back who did struggle a bit in press, pass pro not surprising as he is five seven as uh, Amani Bailey from TCU.
1: Yeah, not 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 a great day for Amani Bailey. Once again, they just didn't do the things that he would probably be good
0: at. Um, but that's hopefully, that's hopefully we'll see that as as the week. Hopefully goes tomorrow, on. yeah. Um flip side of it, uh there wasn't the linebackers didn't really stick out to me in the pass rush situations, but one who did was Tyrese Knight from UTEP.
1: I, th- I thought he was impressive, uh, all around. I think he looked pretty smooth, that smoother than I thought he would be coming from UTEP. So definitely arrow up on, on Tyrese Knight.
0: Yep. Um, let's move on to, because I didn't get to see a whole lot of running back, uh, linebacker pass routes so i just kind of moved my focus over to one-on-one pass routes between wide receivers tight ends and the DBs. and um oh quickly one more running but i guess they did they moved ray davis over he he uh in, in the running back drills i thought he did a, a pretty good job out there uh high yeah. point football and stuff right which not unexpected
1: yeah no I mean, that was fair hopefully we get a little more of the american running backs running backs like you said, are tough unless you're on the national team. So
0: quickly, if you're stacking those uh, American team running backs, Ray Davis got to be at the top, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think so. I mean, I think I think DeJuan Edwards isn't too far up, but I think Ray Davis is clearly the number one. Yeah,
0: um, fully expected here. This is called what do you, what do you call it? Uh, checking the box, uh, sure. Lad McConkey, uh route running. Yeah, I, mean, I think he was by far the best receiver
1: on, on the American squad today. Just you know, just getting open. He we we know he has that route running ability. He showcased it consistently.
0: Um, tight end to <laughs> the tight ends were better on the American team. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. Uh, and but I'm going to use tight end in air quotes here when I talk about Jaheim Bale, He's not a tight end. Uh, Six one is not a tight end in my opinion. Could be wrong. But he's such a good athlete, and where he needs to get in one, of, in one of these Shanahan offenses, right? That That's kind of where he needs to end up. One of these Shanahan disciples,
1: right? it, is, it should well. Unfortunately, the 49ers making the Super Bowl, it's going to be less of them than there right. should be. Uh, but yeah, you know, put him in that Kyle U-check type role and let him run the ball a little bit and catch the ball to the backfield. Uh, Jaheim dallas yeah, it's just going to be a question of fit, uh, right. of where you can put him.
0: He's not a question of athlete or catching or anything like that. He is a right. stud in the open field, and he absolutely smoked uh, Maryland safety Bo Braid today, uh, shook off the contact and just rode right by him. And it sucks for Bo Braid because that's the only highlight of anybody's going to see of him today, but I thought he had a good day other than that. <laughs> but that, that one's going to stick uh stick on him i believe yeah no
1: for for sure
0: um the other tight end i didn't see a whole lot of ben sanat today did, did, I, did he
1: yeah i thought he was impressive i actually thought okay. he was maybe the best consistently um in some of the team drills was getting open so at least from you know i i didn't watch everything but uh i was impressed ben sanat's the name i, I circled so
0: I did, I did not see him today. I did see Jared Wiley make a great catch though. Yeah. Uh, and of all the tight ends in this class, he's the one that actually looks like a tight end. That's
1: fair. He's, he's actually got that size and some yeah. receiving ability to boot.
0: Uh six seven, two fifty five. I don't think he's a big separator by any means. I was we'll, we'll, not an athlete. Let's just say that. But, uh, I think Jared Wiley is going to be a good number two tight end.
1: Yeah, I, I, th- I think he'll be a good number two tight end. I mean, I think early day three, someone probably takes a, a shot on him.
0: Yeah. Um, you mentioned some wide receivers. This They struggled a little bit on this American team. Um, we're going to get to one that I don't want to talk about struggle, but he, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, but Louisville wide receiver Jamari Thrash, I thought uh, – showed off his speed today. Yeah, I mean, he
1: was impressive. I think you see where that production comes from um, this year at Louisville. So, Thrash, near the top of my receiver <laughs> list for the American team.
0: Yeah, he, he, I, I had in my notes he beat uh, Carlton Johnson, who's a late call-up corner from Fresno State, uh, beat him pretty good. Um, best safety I saw today on either team is – the best safety in this draft class, in my opinion, is Cameron Kitchens from Miami.
1: Yeah, he was on a whole different level. I, I thought felt from yeah. all the other safeties, just the movement, the explosion, um, really impressive in terms of even reading the offense. So I agree with you, Kitchens yeah.
0: by yeah. far. He he, uh, he ran a route for Jaheim Bale today, undercut him, put, dropped the ball. I mean, you, you gotta finish, man. Gotta finish. Boom. But but yeah. Um, one receiver that showed he belonged out there today was Southeast Missouri state wide receiver, Ryan Forno.
1: Yeah. I, I, I thought Ryan Forno was consistently good. Another good, really good route runner got the call up and he's showcasing himself. I think putting himself in that draftable range.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Let's talk about the elephant in the room, or the or the chicken in the room, if you will. Uh, Xavier Leggett, man, it, this was not his his, in your opinion, not his best two days of life. No,
1: I, I mean uh, Leggett, wide receiver, South Carolina. You know, it, the the weigh in. I think he was among the worst coming in at six one when he's listed at six three. Is is kind of rough. Um, and, plus the small hands being you know, being under the uh, the nine mark. Um, and then today, man, just a couple bad drops, big drop deep and out routes, you know, right in his hands, just missed it. Like we said, for receivers, hey, if you can fix that, clean that up the next two days, not a big deal. I'm not a, you know, we've joked on the pot. I'm not a Xavier get guy. He'll get drafted decently high, but it's not been a good start to senior pool week for him. Yeah,
0: he didn't separate well today either. Yeah, which is a big part of his game. So that's something he's got to really show these next two days. He's got to be able to get off the, get off this jam and be able to to, to create some space. Um, flip it back over to the defense. Uh, just a couple of notes I had here. Uh, Georgia safety tykey Smith was doing the he he didn't do it uh, in the one on ones, but in the little pre pre where the in individual position groups. He was working out with the linebackers. Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I I would not expect that. When he came in uh, under 5'10",
0: 206.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd put him a linebacker. 5'9",
0: 206. 5'9", three quarters, yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't think he sticks there. I, I wonder if it's just a team that's like, hey, let's just go through it. But yeah. like I said, during Shit the rest hurt. of the reps, you know, he was he was with the safeties. Okay. So it's that was just something I, it caught my eye and I had to make a note about it. Um, I, speaking of safeties that are now linebackers, um, he kind of struggled a little bit out there. But if you want to see what a linebacker is supposed to look like, <laughs> uh, Miami's uh, James Williams, third year player, s- just chiseled. Out there at six four
1: two thirty. Yeah, I mean he look he looks like a rocked up linebacker, five star recruit. He has the athleticism. I I think the transition was definitely the struggle for James Williams. So once again, you know he's going to be graded on a curve here the next couple days.
0: Yeah, a team that drafts him, uh, you want to see the steady improvement. This is probably this is his first time playing linebacker. But if you watch the tape, he played safety like a linebacker. So I mean it's. It's He was basically a free safety linebacker, if you will. He wasn't even in the box safety. I mean, he played deep, but played the game like a linebacker. So you have to think, though, I mean, that's got to help like him being able to carry a tight end or something like that or a running back. That's got to help. Once he gets the nuance part of the linebacker position down, that could be a, a good investment for a team, maybe late on day two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see how the combine goes. I mean, I
0: I tend to lean more
1: day three for that kind of transition, but someone might fall in love with the tools.
0: Yeah, depending on the on that, that might be one of the ones if he hits a high RAS, then you know, all bets are off, (laughs) Right. right? Um, we have not talked about any of the American team quarterbacks yet. I mean, kind of trying to avoid this myself, but um. Did any of these guys stick out to you positively?
1: No, I thought Michael Pratt from Tulane had some nice throws in there. Um I think Joe Milton struggled. I think Carter Bradley honestly was probably the most consistent <laughs> quarterback of the group, which is saying something like he, he may have thrown the best most consistent ball. Um uh, but I bet Joe Milton struggled. Spencer Rattler from South Carolina thought had a pretty rough
0: Rough day,
1: um, especially, you know, in some of the team stuff, he just – Rattler just looked lost.
0: Yeah, and the one-on-ones, Rattler was fine. Um, yeah. uh, Putting, he, he threw a catchable ball to his guys most of the time, but the team drills, man, he, he, he threw an interception, got yeah. sacked like twice. It's struggling. I mean, he even struggled in seven-on-seven, seven, like just making a decision quick. And there's nobody rushing you at that point, right?
1: Uh, you're right. It, it was less it's less the process.
0: Yeah, it's it, it wasn't ideal for Rattler. I really hope to see him get better, but man, no, it was a rough day. I, I think Pratt was the best quarterback of the four there, but that's it's a low bar to get over for sure. Uh, but hey, Joe Milton can do a backflip.
1: Joe Joe Milton can do a backflip. So if, if that's on your card for an NFL quarterback, then great job.
0: Yeah. There, there's uh, somebody uh, I saw on Twitter earlier. It's like, Oh look, there's a stationary target and Joe Milton over <laughs> uh numerous times today. From what I saw. it's Oh man, he's rough, but yeah, so that's it. Uh, day one of practice in the book, Shane, all we can hope for is we're coming on the air tomorrow night. Uh, normal podcast tomorrow well I say normal podcast we're going to be doing the same thing we're doing now but we're just going to be doing our normal day of the week uh show um hopefully we're seeing improvement right
1: yeah i think that's the goal right you can see improvement for some of these players day to day it's a new environment you're, you're you're working with players you've never worked with before um you know in a, in a football team that's difficult to do quickly so just just you know, don't take day one. Oh, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. Guys can bounce back, start to have a good day. Really, I think day two into day three is the most important. Tomorrow's probably the most important day. And uh, that, that's really where you see in pads who's going to be able to take this momentum into the NFL and has that real skill set.
0: Somebody asked me earlier what day I thought was the most important day of practice. And I said tomorrow because yeah. on Thursday, for some reason or another, like I said, I don't know if the flight's getting out of mobile or cheaper on Thursday. I have no idea. But a lot of the NFL guys empty out of here on Thursday. So, right. Tomorrow, today and tomorrow might be the only two full days of practice these guys see in person. Now, obviously, they're going to see, they're going to watch the film and, and everything else of the Thursday practice. But uh, I think tomorrow, like you said, is the most important day.
1: Yeah. So, So, I'm excited to talk about it tomorrow, see if, what we talked about today sticks or or some of things change.
0: Yep. All right. So we're gonna wrap it up with that tonight. That was day one of the senior bowl. In the books, uh, you can go to draftcountdown.com right now, read my report. Uh Paul's will be up uh I believe in the morning. Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> but um but yeah, so Anyway, um, I don't tweet a whole lot while I'm at practice. I wish I did, but my fingers are fat, my thumbs are fat, and I just end up screwing it all up and it'll look like gibberish anyway. So I, I just kind of try to save it all for the report. So you can go to draftcountdown.com, read that right now, and it'll be there all week. Uh but you can, but I would appreciate it if you follow me on Twitter at DeepFriedDraft. follow Shane on Twitter at Shane P. Hallam. And, of course, go to DraftCountdown.com and follow DraftCountdown on Twitter at DraftCountdown. Go to DraftCountdown.com. Or we'll be talking about senior role probably for at least another week. But uh, for Shane, I'm Brian. Good night, everybody.